Good evening and welcome. I'm Diane Meyerhoff, host for tonight's discussion of the City of Burlington School Budget, part of Channel 17's ongoing coverage for Town Meeting 2020. Tonight's show is being aired live on Channel 17 and streamed live on the Channel 17 website and is also available as a podcast. We welcome your comments and questions. If you are watching this program live, please join us in the conversation at 862-3966. Tonight, I'm joined by Russ Illick, the School Communications Specialist, and Yaw Obang, the School Superintendent. Thank you both so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having us. We look forward to hearing what we need to know as voters this year. <laughs> we have an exciting presentation for us, I'm sure. Yes? We do, as always. All right, we're excited good, for good. our annual meeting. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's good been news fun. and tidings here today. <laughs> absolutely, so, uh, great. Yeah, we do have a, a slide deck we'll, we'll kind of share in terms of the uh, board approved uh, budget proposal. Great. And then uh, we'll take time to talk about a few things in, in the budget process to kind of explain to uh, taxpayers. And uh, feel free to interject in. And, I will. And important and, and, and deep questions, I'm sure. Yep. yep. And then I think everything that we talk about, we just want to make sure that viewers at home know. Mm -hmm. um, we've tried to make this as transparent of a process as possible. And this presentation, along with everything that we've had leading up to the budget, mm -hmm. is available on our website. And that's www.bsdvt. Org slash budget. Okay. Uh, it will take you right there. All so. right, great. So people should definitely take a look, and I think we'll put that on the bottom of our screen at some point. So you'll there it is. You'll be able to take a look at that as well. Great. Okay, right. so tell us, what do we need to know? So let's, we'll get started. Well, one of the things we start with our budget, we look at our mission and vision mm -hmm. in terms of uh, really focusing the actions and the strategies and, the, and investments that we do towards that mission. We've had this mission uh, now for about five years. Uh, several years ago, we did a large consultation with community members and everything and kind of came up with this new mission. I think it served us well. It uh, connects to our budget and it connects to many of our actions. And your budget should be, your mission statement should be an articulation of your budget. Mm -hmm. So we try to revisit that. So you can see that on there and it covers a lot of things that uh, Burlingtonians are, are very much invested in. Um, budget landscape, this is just a quick slide to kind of give you a little description of the different variables that go into the budget when we start the budget and say, okay, what's happening? in community and society and education this time you can see there's things around the structural budget challenges that we have rising wage and benefits costs that go into the budget labor negotiations um, special ed legislation the environment sometimes legislation has an impact in terms of things we have to do or changes formulas in a way that we don't get as, as, as many dollars or sometimes hardly ever happens but often <laughs> get a little more to, to perhaps more money. all right inflation rate of increase capital investments and 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 so forth so um, the budget process. So we've been sort of really working and refining uh, this process over the last several years. We've got, we had some feedback a few years ago around people wanted to be more engaged from the bottom up mm -hmm. and be transparent around how we built the budget. So we created a process where we went out to the community in different settings and first asked them, what is it that you see in our schools and what do you think we need? And then we also do that at the staff level. So our principals work with our staff and they gather that information and we go through a process. We're sure to try to target certain groups that we don't get when we do community pieces, sort of like our special ed uh, parents, they're really busy with their kids. So when you say, come out, you know, they're pretty tied up. Uh, some of our newcomers, uh, we usually have uh, interpreters and translators to try to um, get that uh, target group and we've done that last several years in order to uh, make sure we have their voices. And again, when we're doing these, we're asking um, our constituents to come out and tell us what you think that you you need, what we need to be building on in the school district. But 
at the same time that you're telling us what do we need to do, what do we need to implement, how does that tie back to the strategic plan? How does that tie back to our mission, making sure that we're keeping those goals at the, at the top of our priority lists? Mm -hmm. So the next slide gives a bit of a budget process highlights, and as we were discussing around the process itself, Essentially, we want to sort of delineate between what are needs and what are wants, mm -hmm. and sometimes people cross that over to think like what they budget, want I guess, is yeah. a need. <laughs> but you know, through our analysis this year, we um, we came out with those like four point six million dollars worth of ideas that were considered. Okay. So people people felt there are lots of things that we could add to our, our budget in order. And every year, the number is, is quite similar. I remember one of the years we I think we had about eight million, okay. and people really came out with. Huh. Be excited about, hey, we should be doing this, we should be doing this. Naturally, we can't do it all, mm -hmm. and we have to make some decisions, and we also have to consider taxpayers' ability to pay. Sure. So that all comes into uh, play as well, too. So, um, And so this is just the uh, some trends for people. Do we want to kind of uh, heighten people's awareness around what's happened in the last four years in terms of the tax rates? So you can see that on the right-hand side there. And then the budget change and the education spending. And so you can see sometimes... The uh, spending is not that much, but the tax rate is much higher. That all depends on the variable numbers that comes down from the state or even the, the local number. We can get into that later a little bit more deeper. Some people are really interested in that. Some people just <laughs> want to know the bottom line on the sure. tax rates. And uh, But we wanted to kind of put that up so people can kind of do a comparison for those who are interested. I think that's what that slide really shows that we've tried to be very judicious uh, over the past few years, uh, making sure that we're not just adding to the budget. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll see years um, in fiscal year 19, our total budget actually went down. We made a great effort to keep our education spending down uh, as best we can. So you'll see less than a percentage point, and then it goes up to about five and less than a percentage point. And so we're really trying to balance the needs, as the superintendent was saying, of our staff and community with what we think um, taxpayers are actually able to afford. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so another comparison again, just to comp just to let people know that you know sometimes people think, oh, we're always asking for resources and supports, but what are we actually putting into the system, right? And so this graphic kind of illustrates that. So in the last three years, you can see of new investments. Sometimes there are investments that are put in, but they're not new, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. set those aside and look at things that we just added um, new that we heard from our staff, our students, and our community that we felt that we need to add resources. So you can see the numbers there from uh, FY18 to 19, and, and, and last year was FY20. So we've been trying to grow the district um, judiciously as we move forward and invest in the types of things that we need, at the same time looking at some of those wants that will uh, add enhancements and enrichment to programming in Burlington. And that um, $2.3 million, that is the year that we had the $8 million of requests wow. from yeah. the staff and from the mm -hmm. community. And so you can see we really tried to, again, go back to the mission and say, okay, what are the needs versus the wants and pare that down um, and came up with a significantly smaller figure that we still felt really made key investments last year. Mm -hmm. And we should also say that we're actually talking now about the FY21 budget. Correct. That may right. not be clear to every, everyone. Yes. So right. just yes. that we're, that we're, we haven't an, gotten to the re reveal right. yet here. That <laughs> is an excellent segue. <laughs> Good. We're going on to, uh, we'll be there in a second, but just quickly glance at this. These are uh, some budget assumptions. So these are the things that we consider that are factors within our budget. So things around wages, 
health insurance. You know, there's been a lot of conversations around health insurance across yes. the country sure. and even in Vermont because the uh, the state of Vermont education system has been um, negotiating over a new education plan, mm -hmm. and that's going to be a 13 percent increase wow. to. To our bottom line, mm. and then uh, special education and debt service. Debt service for those who haven't been following around mm. our capital plan pieces. So we've been, I think we've. That's one area we've really championed um, because we heard that in the uh, strategic plan consultations around our buildings. We have some really nice old buildings, mm -hmm. but they don't kind of fit for today's sort of uh, technological and makerspace type of style, 21st century learning. So sure. we've been able to um, focus on that and be able to pay that down. As, as each year. So we knew as we were asking administrators and our community members, what are those things that you need to add in the back of the superintendent's mind and uh, in the leadership's mind, we knew that our baseline budget this year was going to increase by $3.5 million without even getting to those additions. And so that was sort of where we were at the beginning of this budget process, as you can see on the screen. Um, these four pieces um, uh, accounted for that um, 3.4, 3.5 million dollar budget increase. And um, one thing that we want to uh, specifically sort of say to people when we say debt service, debt service is paying back the borrowing that's begun for our capital plan and for our high school. So we've heard people say, "Does you're asking for an increase in our taxes, does that include the capital plan? It absolutely does. We, we asked uh, voters to approve a capital plan and this is um, part of what happens is now we have to begin paying that back. We just celebrated uh, on Thursday night, uh, grand opening and ribbon cutting of our Edmonds campus, um, yes. brand new cafeteria, brand new gymnasium for our students, an ADA accessible entranceway, um, really making 21st century investments in that building that will last for decades and decades. And so we're thankful to the community for supporting that capital plan. Um, and thank you for um, you know supporting our budgets in the past that have allowed us to sort of get where we're going. Sure, sure. And that 3.5 million uh, is that generally is that a little high as a starting point for you all, or is that generally what you see from year to year? Um, that is high, and that's why part it sounded of the, high, but yeah, I, it is, yeah. It is yeah. High. very significant yeah. because of the variable numbers makes it high some sure. some years. You know, if you depending where you are and depending on the education spending, you could have a natural increase that's actually in the negative because huh. of the way, that, okay. but that seldom ever happens. Right. <laughs> you, you hope you could get that lucky, but I know it, ha happen, it has happened to some of my colleagues over the last few years where they start with, oh, they're going to be a negative, so they can add more resources sure. just based on their school enrollment, numbers, and all the other factors that come into it. But this is where we are this year, and we knew that it was going to be a Herculean challenge. Sure. And so sure. we had to address some of these these pieces. So we had the $3.5 million of new, of new spending, um, the budget increases uh, 3.96. Your home property tax increase was almost 11%. So that's where we started, 11%. And uh, income cap increase was between 6 and 1.9. But you know what people are really concerned about is the 10.5, the almost 11% mm -hmm. tax increase. So that was a challenge we had to go to work to. So we'll, we'll, I'll share with you how we tackled great that. Great reveal. How we <laughs> yeah. tackled that okay. challenge. Um, so. Here we are. So one of the things that um, I'm proud to say that over the last four or five years, we've been able to have a surplus in our budget, even though we've had some challenges around and just by good compliance and good um, structural financial management. We've got a great um, business office uh, officer who does a great job of supporting our schools in doing that. And so we've been able to have uh, over a million dollars of surplus that we can re-enter back into services for students. And that helps us with this uh, almost 11% um, tax impact. So you can see on the graphic here, when we add that revenue of 1.3 million on the right chart there, 
and then you put the education spending, then, then the numbers come down and the tax impact becomes 8.52, okay? Mm -hmm. So we got that, we said, okay, we found a strategy to get it down and we worked with the board, but uh, at the same time, we said we need to do better because we know that our community has supported us over the last few years on budgets, on several bonds that we've had, and they're very much invested in, in education. Um, but we wanted to acknowledge that they've supported us and demonstrate that uh, we've been able to try to uh, honor the tax impact and find ways to reduce it even further. So we'll get into that. Um, so that led to looking for budget reduction. So every year we, we, we've done this in terms of done some analysis around uh, what we can reduce and things like that. And often, you know, when we do the consultations, we do ask, what do you think we can um, reduce and where we can Somebody spend? else's school or someone yes, else's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, the one It can be a little harder to come by, right? <laughs> I would imagine you ask so. for the needs, that's you get, right. they that's come the out to the part, tune right. of, of... And that's the really part really we don't get as much <laughs> where people have sure. a lot. But, you know, one of the common themes is they all talk about central office. The administration, yes, you can always yes, reduce. Course, you can always reduce course. a little bit. They, everyone feels you can always reduce. But we've been doing that on a regular basis. And so these are areas that we had to see we could reduce without threatening the level of programming, the standard that we're offering. Mm -hmm. So up from uh, retirement uh, savings reductions, um, use of uh, in-house counsel, uh, systems that we use in our business offices and special ed costing estimates in terms of planning for the next years, uh, various non-instructional operations reductions for some different uh, budgets that are non-instructional, not impacting the schools. And then um, all the way down to uh, reducing our central office staff, we've, we've reduced the uh, district lead principal position, was eliminated to, to capture some dollars. So that gave us a total of a million dollars that we could use to target this uh, tax impact to bring it down. So we're hoping people can see that, mm -hmm recognize that, see that word there, reductions, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was adopted and we were able to bring the tax impact. Mm -hmm. uh, for and the this year. was really a line by line effort, um, trying to go through the budget, identify every possible place that we could mm -hmm. reduce spending. And if you recall, you know, five years ago or, or six years ago, we really had to cut spending in the district mm -hmm. and we really had to sort of dial things back to start getting the finances back into shape. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking for the line by line reductions, the last thing you want to do is take out the pieces that you've started to systematically put right. back into place. And so this year's budget was even harder because it was, you know, we just, we added last year, we can't cut those positions that we right. just said right. are, are right. crucial. Right. 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 Um, so this year it was a little bit even more difficult than mm -hmm. usual. Right. And then we got the, the good part. So as we said earlier, on, we had $4.6 million yep. of items that people suggested we should add. We know we couldn't do that without having a significant um, I think uh, the, our rough estimates that we did, if we would have added all those, uh, we would have had like a 16, 17% tax impact. Wow. Should have been. That, yeah, that probably wouldn't have flown. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. good at my job, but I don't think we yeah. could. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a tough sell. But there were some critical things that we felt that we wanted to ensure there were needs to uh, support our what our schools were asking for. One is around safe and inc inclusive schools investments. So safety is a primary um, goal for us, and it's if you look at what's happening across the landscape across the country, there are always safety issues in schools, and we wanted to ensure that we kept the level of investment around that because I know people send us their most prized and loved Excellent. possessions, Excellent. and we want to do whatever we can to ensure that um, they're safe and uh, their well-being is, is in good shape. Um, we looked at the at the high school. We want to we wanted to continue to um, improve programming in one of the areas around science and technology. So we wanted to add a, another computer science uh, course that uh, students could access. 
Um, of course, literacy development is another area. We're trying to close the achievement gap, so literacy is, is uh, primary importance to continue to build the capacity of our teachers and support staff to do that. And we know that that mm -hmm. starts at the earliest ages, those three to fives, and we have, we do offer pre-K in the district and early development, so that's uh, t definitely a place that we want to be targeting. If you can reach students easier or earlier, it's easier to close the achievement gap. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I'd like to talk about is contingency. Um, so we need, we need to have, you know, when you do a budget, you should have at least, if you can get up to like a 4%, that's what I know most accountants, within your entire budget, that'd be great to have a buffer to deal with. We can't get there because that's significant for us, but we've always had a little bit uh, from day one and we've tried to increase it uh, just in case for rainy days, you know, the ceiling comes down for some yeah, reason and we can, <laughs> we can replace it right away. So we've been able to... Uh, add that to the uh, the budget in terms of And I'm uh, going to stop you right there because we have a, fo a phone call. Oh, okay. All right. Great. So let's see what we got here. All right. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, I was wondering, how come they took cursive writing out of the schools? Cursive writing out of the schools. All right. Well, thank you. We'll uh, we'll address that question. You know, that's a great writing. question. You know what? I was just having that conversation, <laughs> I think, about two weeks ago with uh, one of our staff members because they were talking about how their Children couldn't understand. Couldn't understand their, their handwriting. Yes. And that's you know that's one of the things I wish they still we still taught that, but it's you know across the country it's been several years now that they don't. Uh, it's not part of the curriculum in terms of um, cursive writing. Everything is moving to platforms and um, you know computers. I think you'll see as technology evolves, there's not even going to be much typing. It's going to be all audio. So just wow. society's changing wow. in the way okay. we... I wasn't sure we, I was quite ready for that. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that was a big leap. <laughs> well, that's where it goes. I mean, in terms of, uh, I mean, you have, uh, you can transcribe just by vocalizing and sure. it'll give you the text. And, that's and stuff. Much so quicker. that's, yeah, I mean, because that quicker. was the thing of cursive writing, right? Yep. I mean, at least for me, is it's much quicker. Yeah. I, I can, yeah. right, yeah. But, but... That's right. But, that's right. but doing but it... But yeah. Audio, that's yeah. a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. audio right. messaging. Typing is faster than cursive at this point. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I was writing papers in fourth and fifth grade on the computer. Uh, right. And that was 15, wow. 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> so, so, I wasn't. Right. How old he is. You can tell how young he is, right? So. Well, yeah, no, I still write so, in cursive, I have yeah, to admit. Yeah. So I, I used I'm to write on a slate. All right. I had let's, the original laptop. Was the slate? <laughs> <laughs> you write it on your lap, yes. Okay. Let's, um, Thank you for that question, back to the though. Back the budget. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it's disappointing, yeah. So at the end of the day, with our reductions and additions, we netted another with close to seven hundred thousand um, dollars for our for our budget there. And um, so now I'll get into the, the tax rates. Okay. Um, I won't spend Deep too breath. much time on, on this because I, I, this is not the you know the area that people want to really kind of get into too much. But they, they should be aware that the the, uh, the tax rate is comprised of a number of different variables, right? The education spending the equalized pupils, the dollar yield, and then common level of appraisal. And so those are all um, generated at the state level with the exception of the common level of appraisal, which is the municipal piece. And when we go to the next slide, I think we'll have more detail and I can describe a little bit around that or Russ might want to talk to it as well too. Um, okay, so here it is. So these are the, um, the variable numbers. So often people say, oh, you talk about the variable numbers and these are the variable uh, pieces that I, that, I, that I mentioned when I talk about the, uh, the estimate. So the education spending uh, was increased. You can see that number, 4.34. So when they increase, it puts pressure on our budget, right? Sure. So, and then the equalized pupil count was uh, decreased by 0.2. So when it decreases, equalized, that puts pressure on our budget. Sure. So you can see already the first two variables are putting pressure on our budget in terms of uh, creating impact. 
and then the uh, the dollar yield was 2.21, which is another uh, area that that showed a, a pressure on our budget. And then lastly, the common level of appraisal. And you'll see this. Some, sometimes people talk about the CLA, mm -hmm. um, commonly used in people in the common level of appraisal, and uh, that was at 74.77, which is. Uh, 3.7% decrease, that is significant because the there is legislation out there that says that um, once it's below 80%, the city should review. Mm -hmm. And they're working and on that. I think they've started, we, we were below process. last year. It takes, yeah, it takes a couple of years yeah. to do We've that. We've had so this trouble a lot the last few last years. Last few years, yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah. Correct. So those are big pieces correct. that yeah. have an impact. And on one our, quick clarification on that slide. Yeah. Um, if The uh, homestead yield actually went up that actually helped our budget a little mm -hmm. bit yes. but so three of the four factors <laughs> right. were okay. against us right. we'll, um, we'll right. take the one that's in our, <laughs> our, our favor we do yes. want to recognize okay. that so. all right russ you can uh, talk about so the uh, here's the big reveal so this is the big reveal so all of that work okay. um that we spent um trying to pare down the budget make strategic uh mm -hmm. additions to the budget we were able to get the property tax rate increase down to 7.36 percent. So that means um, the city of Burlington likes to uh, use as a $250,000 home. Mm -hmm. uh, that means that the tax on that home would be uh, about $5,200, um, which is about $350 more than you're paying uh, this year. Okay, so um, that's sort of the average homeowner would pay uh, $357 right. a year, okay. Um, and for those who pay on income, um, we're able to get that total tax impact down to 3.18%. Um, so if you're paying on a $50,000 income, that means your taxes are going to be about $1,260 this year, which is only about $38 more than you're Increase. currently okay. spending. So okay. only a couple right. dollars a month um, if you're paying on income and about a a dollar a day if you're paying uh, on your property taxes. Okay. Great. Okay, okay, the big reveal. There it is. There's there the big is. reveal. So here it is in summary, um, the impact, what people want to know. We started at 10.5% after we whittled it down with the, we're not going to do 15%, 17% with all the investment. <laughs> Thank you. And then we, uh, we, we applied the 1.3 million surplus to it, right, which brought it to 852 and then finally, with the uh, reductions that we added, we get the final of 7.36% tax impact. And did the 1.3 million, did that wipe out your surplus? Or do you always keep a little um, bit kind of, is that rainy day you know, fund? Yes, that was, yeah. that was the so, entire surplus. You know, in the past years, we've actually applied okay. half of the surplus ah, and then okay. kept the half. But this year, we really wanted to demonstrate to the community that we were working really hard to bring the tax impact down. So we put the whole okay. uh, lump sum. Does that make you nervous? Uh, it always nervous when we don't have uh, reserve, yeah. but we did in the budget also add a contingency. contingency. Okay. So okay. that's so that's good. So yeah. we're trying to plan and, and, sure. and keep that. Sure. In, in and and part of the surplus is that partly because we don't really find out all these numbers from the state for a while. No, There's always this little bit of the unsure. surplus has to do with uh, um, um, good management throughout the course of the year. Okay. So, so it costs less than we yeah. thought. Well, no, not well. It's it's around ways where where, where we find savings throughout the course of the year. Okay. So I'll give you a couple examples. Um, we set a budget, right? And we put different amounts in different lines, and we have protocols in terms of how you can uh, spend. So um, we're able to curve spending by having those procedures to to validate why you want to 
buy an extra pen. We really got a pen, right? So you got to so borrow the, the pen. So right. there's a good example. <laughs> right? The pen so is a perfect example. So there you go. <laughs> Sometimes we have vacancies uh, okay, that are sure. open yep. that maybe don't get filled for two months or so. So that could be a, a savings, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. sure. And sometimes we get uh, revenue. Uh, I think a couple of years ago we we received like four hundred thousand dollars from um, from the city for something that was I can't remember what it was. I think it had to do with. Uh, some kind of insurance thing, and so that was like a surplus piece. Sure. So it's really a nice surprise. Yeah, it's a nice surprise. So it's little bits, little bits. So <laughs> okay. we try to manage in a way that you know, hopefully, that we don't overspend in our lines. Mm -hmm. And so you know, you figure if you get a, you know, you get a little bit from this line, a little bit Tweak. from this line, yeah. yep. and then all of a sudden you put together and you go, hey, we got a million dollars, and we can we can. And uh, the staffing piece, I think that's really critical for people to understand. Is you know, we are um, always hiring, um, and so sometimes like we had to hire nine paraeducators for kindergarten last year. Mm -hmm. That took us a little bit longer than we thought it was going to take. Um, but we're not cutting those positions, right? So we had a surplus this year, but now that we have those people hired, you know, we're going to need all of that money. Right, um, right. Next year. But it is budgeted money. It is so. budgeted money, sure. right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. five minutes That's left, good. I think. Yeah, we have right. about five minutes. We're in good shape. We are, we're right <laughs> down to the... Uh, the last. So when this people go to the to the on, this yep. is what you're going to vote on. So let me go back one slide just so people to know. So your your tax impact is going to be 7.36, not 11 percent, 7.36. We probably shouldn't have said that number. Yeah. <laughs> 7.36. So people kind of remember that. And then when you go to your uh, when you go to the vote yeah. for your ballot, this is the ballot language you'll you'll get a chance to uh, choose on. You can see. You don't see the 7.36 there because legislatively we have to put on certain numbers and the number that we have is the increase of our budget, not the tax impact, which is the uh, 5.66 six okay. that you see there. Yep. So don't be surprised. So you understand that, right? Okay. It's kind of awkward the way to do that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, just okay. so people are not uh, misinformed about that. No, we do not because mm -hmm. that's what Channel 17 is all about is giving information, <laughs> information, not misinformation. This is the source, right? <laughs> This is real so, news, not fake news. That's right. There you go. That's so right. just the last slide is the, uh, we've gone to city council and they gave us some feedback before the board approved it and then the board did a final um, thing there. Now we're just waiting for town meeting day and we want people to go to our website, which Perfect. is on the screen now, and they can um, go and look at this, this budget slide and look at other information around budget or even sure. capital plan information and uh, hopefully make a um, prudent decision. Informed decision. Come, uh, Absolutely. And they can watch the show again or watch do it as a again. podcast if they want to, if they want to hear us sure, again. Sure, yeah. Talk, or you're having a hard time sleeping at night, you can put it on. And <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I like to not think of it that way, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and so we should also let folks know um, about voting. Mm -hmm. uh, because I always forget to remind people that there's early voting now. There's early voting. And I'd love to tell you we've started. Is this true? Because I actually, unfortunately, don't know the answer to that right. question. Have we started early voting or we must be close? Early voting has begun. Oh, it has yep. begun. Okay. You can definitely so look these, for it. Yep. Okay. So you um, can walk into City Hall anytime and vote yep. as well as get a mail-in ballot if you prefer, right? And on Tuesday, you'll be able to, if you're in City Hall, you'll be able to pick up our annual report. Um, that's Excellent. also going to be available at the Department of Public Works. That'll have more okay. information on voting. That'll tell you exactly uh, what ward you're voting yes. in if you're waiting for town meeting day. Mm -hmm. And it lays out um, this as well as a narrative of sort of how we got to the budget. And also okay. lays out some pretty awesome success stories that we yeah. had nice. uh, last year and in the district. And that's because you're the so communications specialist. Right. You made sure those got in there, well, didn't you? you <laughs> want to know that your money is going to support what it's going to support. And in this case we had some amazing things happen last year we had a, a presidential scholar for the third year out of four years uh, 
five out of nine, I think, is what we had. We've had um, people recognized by Senator Sanders and by um, Congressman Welch. We've had students um, make major awards, you know, the Northeast Poets, the student <laughs> poet of the whole Northeast. Um, uh, we had the winner of Vermont's Brain Bee yep. last year, and of course, everyone has seen uh, the women's soccer team has really been um, just been awesome. And um, we yep. have students. I think there's there's lots to celebrate. So yeah, take yeah. an opportunity it to look like at that, it. right sure. from staff to students. And I would also say to people to take a look out for opportunities to come and see some of the things we're doing. Last week, we did a open house for Edmonds, which is part of our capital plan. People got to see the new renovations and say, "Oh, that's what we paid for." So it's look your out money for that. Work. <laughs> and uh, there's lots to celebrate. There's lots of good things happening in Burlington, and we're, and we're proud to uh, showcase those things. So. Uh, Go to the website, look at the annual annual report, yeah. and uh, get out and vote. Absolutely. Vote now. Vote early. early. We vote often. Don't no, say we're that. not supposed to say that. That we're not supposed to say. Um, and we, of course, love when people come out in town meeting day, too, because the, and, and much of that is in the schools, yep. many that's, of this. So right. yeah. another that's opportunity right. to show that's yourselves right. off as well, right? That's right. Definitely. All right. Um, so thank you both so much for joining me tonight. Appreciate it. And I love when you come out. It was um, great to be here. Good. I'm glad. We enjoy it. Um, and I want to let everyone know, of course, to vote on Tuesday, March 3rd, or vote early, um, and especially to tune in for our live results show. Uh, mm -hmm. We bring you all the results as soon as they're tabulated. So we are, we are the, source, the source, really, for the, yep. for, for the local, local results. And I will be here, so I hope folks will join me. Um, and you can join us on Town Meeting Day at 7 o'clock is when we'll start our live show. So I hope you'll join us then. Thank you.